Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. This is E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Carrie Murdoch. Product reviews on e-commerce sites improve conversions, but they also help with customer relations and recently even physical store merchants have used them. But merchants, both online and in physical stores, should carefully plan the use of product reviews and develop ideas for soliciting valid ones. To help us sort through the use of product reviews, we welcome Per Ludke the CEO of Power Reviews, a leading product review provider. Well, Per, thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Per, we've read that product reviews on mobile devices can help drive sales in physical stores. Can you explain that that notion to us? Sure. Um, it is a trend that we're seeing with all our retailers as well. And um, I think it, it really boils down to the fact that consumers are doing a lot of uh, research uh, before they walk into a store and therefore are much more educated than they used to be. Um, and what we're seeing is uh, uh, associates, particularly with the high associate turnover rate, um, that mobile devices in the store actually allow the associate to educate the consumer more so than sort of the standard associate would be able to. Um, so things like product comparisons or um, customer reviews can actually uh, make that associate look even better than he or she would um, sort of without them. So the customer, let's say I'm a customer in a, a physical retailer, I have how this would work is I would have say my iPhone or my Blackberry and I would pull up that merchant's hopefully mobile optimized site and look at that product on the merchant site and analyze the reviews for a particular product that I'm considering is that what we're talking about here yeah that's that that's there are, there's are sort of three implementations that I've seen one is exactly that so um, you know you go on uh, you're in a uh, a store and and you click on their mobile site and, and they might have reviews that's sort of one implementation the second implementation is um, uh, actual kiosks in the store itself. So you can actually go to um, a review optimized site or even just the, the company's website that has all the reviews of the product. The third, which is most nascent here, um, and I think really, really interesting, is actually arming the associates with the um, uh, with the web devices. So when, when they're on their uh, you know, scanners or the, their in-store devices, they actually have the reviews themselves, which makes them sort of better sales associates. 
so in all three cases the reviews reside on the merchant site versus the reviews residing on a general review site exactly in terms of that actually increasing sales are you able to speak to I realize it's kind of a new development with reviews but are you able to speak to uh, what physical merchants are seeing with that type of technology you know, it is exactly right. It's very nascent at this point. We don't have hard data that um, uh, that shows that. I mean, sort of the mobile adoption is is obvious. So we can just I can just really speak to the sort of larger trends about mobile being more important and sort of driving um, driving in store decisions. Um, and we're I hope to work with sort of our some of our customer and retail clients to actually quantify the value of that. Pair uh, change directions on you here for a sec. Our audience, our listeners are smaller e-commerce merchants for the most part and I'm gonna throw a hypothetical scenario at you say I'm an, a merchant an online merchant with a million dollars in sales and I'm wondering what you would recommend to me as to what my strategy should be on product reviews and by strategy that's you know should I approve all the reviews good and bad should I limit their length should I keep them rotated what should I be thinking uh, for a small online retailer? What should be in my head as it relates to product reviews? You know, I think the number one tip we give to all of our clients is um, to send a follow-up email three weeks after purchase requesting a review. And um, this, rev this email that, that uh, retailers send out um, needs to be purely solicitational and not a marketing message. Um, so if there's any one one tip that I would offer, uh, it would be to actually engage the c customer about three weeks after they've they've uh, made the purchase in order to um, in order to, to get their reviews. Because what we find is the hardest thing, particularly for smaller sites, to do is actually to generate a um, a really uh, solid, deep um, set of reviews that actually are able you know able to um, inform the customer and lead the customer through uh, uh, through through the purchase process. In, in terms of actually approving all all the reviews, um, most of the solutions like ours actually do all the moderation for you. Um, you know, we review all reviews for things like uh, profanity and spam. Um, I would not limit their length. Uh, length is extremely important, um, particularly for smaller merchants, because uh, Google. Um, really values the depth of content and the richness of the review. So for SEO purposes, it's, it's very, very um, uh, engaging in terms of traffic. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, in terms of like the, you know, a good and bad review, which I assume means like a positive and negative review, right. we found through, through consumer research that often a well-written bad review is the most helpful for a consumer. Um, because really the value of a review is, is um, affirmation, not inspiration. Um, and what we help people do or what reviews help people do is to not make a mistake. And so if I'm about to buy a camera and um, the, the best written uh, negative review says it's a wonderful camera except it's not as waterproof as, as advertised, but I, you know, I live in the mountains, I'm not going to take it in the, in the local streams. Mm -hmm. Somebody then has taken the time to, writ to point out something negative, but that negative thing doesn't matter to me. Um, so that actually really enhances the customer experience. If that review and that example, if the, review said, if the reviewer said, everything about this camera is terrible and it's a waste of money, 
would would you advise a merchant uh, should a merchant still approve that review or yes I would I you know I think it has to be about making sure that the customers happy because um, if 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 the customer does not read that review and buys the product um, it's very likely that the, that that customer is going to return the product and that actually just strictly from an ROI standpoint um, doesn't benefit the you know it's not going to make make the long-term relationship between that merchant and the customer very positive that's a great point what about enticements to get reviews what's your feeling on that you know, we there's a there's quite a bit of talk about this right now. Um, we find that um, simply emailing your customers three weeks afterwards is enough to drive a very solid amount of reviews. Um, and uh, there are instances where there have been promotions and enticements around it. I try to stay away from that. I think it it has the potential. I don't know if it's real or not, the potential to skew reviews or at least to create the perception of a skewed re- a review base. Um, so I would rather encourage um, you know, our merchant partners to, to uh, engage their most uh, energized and passionate customers with um, you know, just the ability to write not, and not win a prize by doing so. You're the, you're the CEO of a leading review provider, Power Reviews. Let's talk about your offerings just for a sec. Uh, how much? How much does it cost for our listeners? What would? What does it cost them if they sign up with you? We start at um, about eighty dollars a month. Um, this is with a uh, entry level product targeted for smaller merchants um, called Power Reviews Express, and we also have sort of you know we we tear up significantly from that. So with our larger, um, very large enterprise clients, you know they're paying orders of magnitude more than that on a monthly basis. Um, but our entry level uh, uh, pricing is about eighty dollars a month. You mentioned earlier about you referred to Power Reviews, your company handling the moderation. Uh, mm-hmm. That leads into my next question: Is th- do those do those reviews or do they sit on your server web server or do they sit on your client's web server? No, they actually sit on the client's web server. And um, what's important about that actually is that. Um, I think there's, it's sort of twofold. One is that, uh, that our clients are not reliant on us and our systems, even though our systems are fantastic, um, for the sort of success of the review solution. Um, the second thing, which is more important and I think more relevant uh, to the retailers, is our experiences suggest that reviews sitting on the client's server uh, actually drives uh, is sort of better for search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can sort of get inline SEO credit for their for the reviews themselves. In terms of our listeners, there are over or close to, by our count, uh, our last count was 594 English language shopping carts, believe it or not. Uh, so our listeners use a cross-section of those. Does your solution, the Power Review solution, does it work with ev- with all of them? It does. Uh, we the technically we our solution works with any shopping carts that allow JavaScript to be added on the product page. Um, so we have a very very flexible technology that allows um, sort of easy easy integration. Um, at the same time, we've sort of developed deeper relationships and deeper integrations with some of the um, uh, larger companies such as Pro Stores and Point Shop and Infobia. Uh, but our system is flexible enough to sort of work with work with everybody. Regarding the approval, again, of reviews, uh, switching back to that, 
how does a merchant know if if it's a dishonest review and a dishonest review being from a competitor or perhaps the manufacturer or the supplier of a particular product two ways really the first is we you know if uh, the, the major sort of outsourced review solutions and, and um, of which we're the leader we moderate the reviews um, so you have a first level sort of control we have procedures and algorithms and you know people in place um, in order to do that and we've sort of developed a really good competency in, in, um, in sort of red flagging that um, that's sort of number one and the second thing sort of refers back to what I talked about earlier um, around uh, emailing your best, emailing actually your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when you email a customer who you know has bought a product three weeks prior, that customer writes a review. You really have a pretty good sense that um, uh, that it's a true customer. It's not you know a manufacturer or a competitor um, sort of writing the reviews uh, um, for marketing purposes. Do you have procedures or processes in place that you? believe you're able to ferret out competitors or manufacturers yeah we can do a lot um, with this technically particularly because we can link sort of the buyer that sort of the buyer transaction with the um, with the review itself okay. so we can verify that people have actually bought the product okay all right pair again our audience is smaller e-commerce merchants anything else on your mind for them today as it relates to reviews yeah the the um the thing that I would, I think the next wave of, of using customer reviews, um, a year ago, it was all about sort of conversion. It's all about sort of traffic generation now through SEO. I really think that smaller merchants, particularly those who sort of have, you know, um, sort of fact of smaller marketing budgets, can really benefit from um, the reviews uh, around driving product decisions, product purchasing decisions. Uh, the buyers can use it. The merchants can use it. Even sort of like the, invent, in, uh, the inventory working capital uh, decisions can be made around reviews. Because really, what you have with reviews is a a real time buyer based focus group. And I think that's sort of the next way of using reviews as product analytics rather than um, you know, or in addition to SEO and conversion. I think that's that's a real goldmine of of data that. Um, that people are sitting on. Well, Pear's company, for purposes of our listeners again, Pear's company is Power Reviews, and that's at powerreviews.com. And Pear Lutke, the CEO of Power Reviews, we want to thank you for your time again today, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.